Hey friend, okay, so you're growing this business, you got the big goals, you got all the things, and you're like me. You wanna align your goals with what God wants for you, right? But how do we do that? What is something, what are some ways that we can be different? How can we show up different? If that's a question you've been asking, I'm so glad you're here because we're gonna talk about three ways that you can set yourself apart in your business because, friend, we're called to be light in this dark world, right? So if you're here for it, so am I. Let's get started. Hey, Kingdom Builder. Welcome to the Growth Against the Grain podcast. Are you struggling to find balance between what Jesus wants for you and your big business goals? Do you find yourself up late at night, overwhelmed by the goals and growth you long for while also lacking the confidence to get there? Do you wake up with big, ambitious dreams only to feel frustrated that you're not promoting and afraid you'll fail when another team member quits and you miss that promotion again? Hey, I'm Michelle. I too was tired of being in the same place year after year. I too felt frustrated and wished to build the business of my dreams. I wanted to honor the Lord, level up, and see my team succeeding. But I kept telling myself, the products are too expensive, or no one wants to join me, or maybe I'm just not cut out for this. Does that sound familiar? Until I realized that all the growth and success was nothing if God wasn't my first priority. In this podcast, you'll find network marketing business tips, biblical mindset encouragement, and a little mama motivation sprinkled in from time to time, all so that you'll see the growth and success through God's eyes first. Let's partner together, grow against the grain of this world, and find that balance you've been craving. Friend, go grab your Bible, notebook, and that coffee that's been beeping at you from the microwave. Let's get ready to grow against the grain. Let's get super practical today. As I was convicted over really switching things up and going back to really what the Lord had told me at the beginning, which was him first in this podcast and not just the foundation, but the foundation, the roof, the whole thing. The verse that I kept coming back to is Romans 12, 2. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. And if you're like me, you've likely heard, you know, the we're to be in the world, but not of the world. So we know that, and that's really where my battle comes from. Like, okay, I've got these big goals, the big goals, and how do I align that with what the Lord has for me, right? Be in the world, but not of the world. Like there's not anything wrong with having the goals of money and growth and all of those things, but what's my motivation behind that? And if we take it back further, like we're to look different from the world. When you think about being light in the darkness, it means that we stand out. Now, I don't know about you, but immediately I go to that other spectrum of standing out for maybe not the right reasons, you know, maybe just being weird. Like we all can think of those situations where maybe we've run into people um, or groups where it's like they stick out like a sore thumb and it's and it's not necessarily in a good way. So how do we balance that? What are some ways that as we build this audacious business, we have these big goals, how do we stand out and be different without being that weird different? Are you following me on that? I hope so. So 
I thought of three things this morning and they've been on my heart for a long time and I couldn't really figure out how to work it all in together. And today the Lord's like, oh no, I got it for you, sister. Like, here we go. We're going to do this. So I was also thinking through 1 John 2, 15 through 17. Do not love the world or the things in the world. Oh my goodness gracious. Easier said than done, right? You can do that and then you walk into Hobby Lobby or you'll walk into Target and you're like, oh yeah, sorry. You know, the Magnolia Isle. I love all of it. Um, But it says, do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes and the pride in possessions, ouch, 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 is not from the Father, but is from the world. And the world is passing away along with its desires, but whoever does the will of God abides forever. Okay, so I am a wannabe theologian. Steph was talking about that today in our in our master class, and I was like, oh my gosh, that's so totally me. I'm definitely not a theologian, and you can go look through each of these things and see what they mean, but on the surface, we know that God's talking about eternal life, right? Abiding forever. And he also understands that we need some things, some basic things, food and shelter, right? There's not anything wrong with those things. There's not anything wrong with money. There's not anything wrong with having your iPhone or taking a trip to Target. I just want to make sure I get that out of the way. It's always back to our motivation. Like, why are we doing those things, right? So if we go back to we're in this world, but we're not of this world, and we're supposed to look different. Can I give you just like three practical things that you can do right now? And at the risk of sounding holier than thou, I am not at all. So I also want to put that out on the table because I have been guilty of one or many of these things in probably in just the last couple of days. So, you know, the Lord likes to keep me humble. So how can we set ourselves apart? Well, first, what are the words that we're using? So social media, it's great. It's terrible. And so these can be words that we're using in social media. These can be words that we're using in conversation. One thing that grates on me to no end, it is nails on a chalkboard. It is when a person I know, love and respect, they love the Lord. I know it with every fiber of their being. And they text me, O-M-G. Friend, I know more than likely that my friend who sent that to me means, oh my gosh. But the world, that's not what that means to the world. So don't send it. Don't look like the world. That is one like little way. That is taking the Lord's name in vain. That is one of the Ten Commandments that we are not to do. Christianity is not a list of rules of do's and don'ts. It is respect and understanding who our Heavenly Father is. We are not to throw that word around as it is just, you know, as it target. Like, oh, my target. Um, I, I think it was our pastor that was like, we should just be saying like, oh, my Buddha. Like something different that does not have the power. God, he is powerful. Watch how we're using his name. We are not to take it in vain. Are you swearing? Like, are you openly using language profanity? Okay, 
I'll be perfectly honest. I have had a word come out of my mouth at times that is not honoring to the Lord. Of course, we're not, we're human, right? We're not God. But is this like an, a regular occurrence? I know, I know people who love Jesus. They absolutely do. But the words that are coming out of their mouth are not honoring. What are the words that are coming out of your mouth? What are you accepting? What are you laughing at? Manifestation. Oh my goodness. We are going to have an entire podcast episode on that as soon as I can wrap my head around how I want to talk about that. But are you are you falling victim to things that the world is talking about? Manifesting this, that, and the other thing. I believe wholeheartedly in mindset. God has given us a mind that is absolutely powerful, but there is nothing that I can do to create that, to manifest that out of out of thin air. I shared a while ago that at the beginning of the year, I had written down dreams and goals and whatnot. And one of those was to speak at church. I was just able to do that. That was not a manifestation. I did not manifest that. I told the Lord what was on my heart and what I desired and I left it at his feet. Like, okay, now it's your turn. And I kind of forgot about it. Like I never thought of it again. So what are the words that you're using? This one too, quote unquote, putting it out in the universe. Friend, God, we serve God. We do not serve the universe. We serve God. You can put it out into the universe, but it's not going to do you any good. Like, so watch the words that you're saying. This last one is bashing husbands, bashing your spouse, you know, like cutting them down. What are the words that you are using? Are they uplifting and are they honoring? Ouch, right? Number two, what are you promoting? What content are you sharing on your feed and in your stories? Now, I'm going to be very honest. I don't share everything. I'm not showing you my Netflix, you know, and does that mean that it's okay? No, not necessarily. That means that Michelle's got to do some dealing with the Lord, right? He's got to convict my heart on those things. But once we have this social media, this public platform, we don't have to be a quote unquote influencer with thousands of followers to influence people. We do need to be careful what we're putting out there. What's the music that you're using? Is it filled with profanity? It might be true. It might be applicable. But is it like, you know, bleep, bleep, bleep all the time? Is that necessary? Like there's somewhere between, you know, all gospel hymns and, you know, uh, Snoop Dogg. Like there, there is music that, you know, has a, a happy medium in between there. Um, so what is it? What are you, what are you promoting? Because if I share something in my stories and you follow along and it's something that is not appropriate, you're going to be like, oh, okay, so Michelle deems this as appropriate, right? I mean, we are called to also not uh, lead anyone to stumble, you know, so we got to be careful about that. That can be a vicious cycle as well, right? Um Use wisdom and, and, you know, seek the Lord on each of these things. Number three, what's filling your feed? What's not even what's filling your feed, but, um, what are you buying into? So what I mean by that is this mommy wine culture, this hustle harder, this running for all the rank advancements, the money, 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 money. There's not anything wrong with having a glass of wine. What does the Bible say? It's drinking to consumption that is, you know, getting drunk. That is not okay to having, not having control. 
um, the hustle harder. Okay, that's fine. You want to be, you want to hustle. I, I wholeheartedly stand behind that, like hustle in, in that sense. I mean, like you are singularly focused, you know where you're going and you are putting that, that out when it starts conflicting with your responsibilities as a wife and a mom and whatever er other areas the Lord has called you to, that's when it needs to, to take, you know, you need to take a look at it. Rank advancements. Nothing wrong with rank advancements, right? But is it taking priority over everything else? Money, 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 money. There's nothing wrong with money. It's the love of money that God talks about that we need to, to you know, consider or not consider, but we need to be warned against. So what are the words that you're using? Are you falling victim into looking a little bit like the world in those things? What are you promoting? What things are you sharing on your stories? Is it honoring to the Lord? These are ways that we set ourselves apart from everyone else that is out there. What is it that you were falling victim to? You know, are you coming home going, oh my gosh, it was such a long day. I need a glass of wine. Can you think for just one second what that says to your child? Oh my gosh. And they might be two or three and not understand it, but they will if it persists. You know, it's a rough day and my mom needs her her mommy juice. Think about that, friend. Are you being conformed to this world? Again, I do not want to err. I do not want to be like, I am, I will never do this because that is a lie. I am a sinner saved by grace. And I find myself conforming to the, to the world far more often than I would like. And that's where we have to be. What are we surrounding ourselves with? So some ways that we can combat this is what is in your feed? I encouraged you um, a couple episodes ago to go through and clean out, clean out your feed. I started unfollowing Christians who I love them. They're great. But really, they were just it just was messing with my head. Um, People that are not believers, but they're great business people. I just had to unfollow for a time because I needed to set my mind on where the Lord wanted me to put my mind, which is in him first, aligning with him. I told you I erased all of the goals that I had on my closet door and I replaced them with scripture because I needed to see that first. This is my personal conviction. Let's be very clear. You may not be convicted by some of these things. Okay. Talk to the Lord about it. I'm not the Holy Spirit. You need to be convicted by whatever the Lord wants to convict you with. And when he convicts you, then you need to obey. I'm convicted. Therefore, I know somebody else out there. The Lord wants to convict over some of these things too. We are told to be light in this dark world. That's exactly what this podcast is about. Growth against the grain. It is being different. It's being that salmon that's swimming upstream, not just for the sake of being different. You know, I instantly I got this visual picture of a girl in high school that would wear all black, you know, kind of the goth thing. So this is in the, you know, late 80s before goth was like really a thing or what it is now, or maybe that's when it started. Standing over in the corner of our quad, kind of like Ali Sheedy, you know, do you remember from Breakfast Club? And I just remember that even at that age being like, that is a cry for attention. So there is a difference between look at me, look at me, look at me, 
And I want to honor the Lord. So I'm just, I'm absolutely going to stand out because I'm doing things differently. What's one thing you can do today that will set you apart from everybody else in your industry, everybody else in in your feed? What's something that you're going to start doing? What's something that you're going to stop doing? Maybe it's the stop OMG. Stop sending it. Send OM goodness if that's what you want to send, if that's what you feel like you need to do. I promise you, people will start seeing that there's something different. Julie, gosh, you know what? You're doing things a little different. I like that. It's something, it's interesting. What's going on there? You know, they're not all necessarily going to be like, oh my gosh, you're amazing. I love that you did that. Um, I'm also not saying that you have to call everybody else out. Like I'm doing this on the podcast. Like you all know where I stand, what I believe in, what I think. This is my personal conviction. Um, You know, you don't have to go do a 20 minute Facebook live and be like, okay, so from now on, I am not going to be sending OMG because blah, 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 blah. Just start doing things differently. Start, um, you know, complimenting your husband instead of bashing him. If that's something that you've been doing, do something different. If your husband is struggling, let me just tell you this. When my husband and I, about eight years ago, were really in a hard spot, I talked to a woman and she, this is a total like off tangent, but one thing led to the other. Um, I talked to a, a friend of mine and she was like, Michelle, you need to love your husband. And I was like, yeah, I don't know if I can do that. She said, First Corinthians 13. And I had that that printed up love is patient, love is kind, you know, that whole passage. And I started looking and going, okay, I'm going to love Jesus and he's just going to get caught in the middle. So I'm going to be patient. I'm going to be kind. Easier said than done, right? But think of it that way. What are the ways that you can love Jesus and then everything else get caught in the middle? Okay, friend, I'm going to stop here and I cannot wait to hear from you and hear how this episode ministered to you in some way because I want you to grow against the grain of this world because that is what Jesus has called us to do. Hey, before you go, if you learned something new or found value in today's episode, would you pop over to iTunes to Growth Against the Grain and leave a review and subscribe to the show? That would be awesome. And if you'd like to connect with my community of other mamas just like you, learning to align their audacious goals with what God has for them, then join us at bit.ly slash Christian Mindset Support or click on the link below. There's always room for one more. Can't wait to see you over there.